0: Welcome everyone to the next episode of Culture Bites, a production of the Utah Cultural Alliance Foundation and now playing utah.com. I am delighted to introduce our guest, Thane Fisher, who is the managing partner at The Monarch in Ogden. Thane, thank you so very much for joining us today.
1: Well, thank you very much for having me. I'm, I'm very excited to be part of the uh, podcast.
0: Wonderful. Now, of course, before we delve into our questions that I have for you, we must thank Spencer Stokes and Stokes Strategies for hosting us in their wonderful podcast studio and Connor Sorensen, our talented podcast engineer, for his assistance as well. I would also like to recognize our various sponsors that make these podcasts possible, which include Go It Through Shop in Utah Grant, Visit Salt Lake, Utah Division of Arts and Museums, Utah Department of Heritage and Arts, Zoo Arts and Parks, Union Pacific, Zion Bank. Artworks for Kids, the George S. and Dolores Story Eccles Foundation, Lawrence T. and Janet T. D. Foundation, Adobe, S. D. Stewart Foundation, the Beasley Foundation, Orem Care, Salt Lake City Arts Council, Utah Humanities, Downtown Salt Lake City Alliance, NowPlayingUtah.com, and our various 100 club members and other types of memberships that we have. So Thane, can you tell us a little bit about how the arts and humanities have impacted your life?
1: Well, throughout my life, uh, I grew up actually in Montana. So there, we, we had limited access to probably arts and humanities as maybe, uh, more, more urban people recognize, you know, where our arts and humanities revolved around the question and cows, and those types of things. But when I moved out, uh, uh, went to college in Arizona and then and, and stayed in the Scottsdale area, uh, I actually was always attracted to that side of Scottsdale and Phoenix uh, culture. I really, I really enjoyed it. And then moving here to Ogden, I would say that the, the biggest influence was this architectural legacy on me. And that's what brought me into what I do today and eventually into the arts and humanities, which uh, we'll probably talk a little bit more about the Monarch and the Mural. But um, it's, it's actually changed the entire direction and focus of our business model. Well,
0: that's fantastic. Thank you very much. So, uh, as you spoke about the Monarch, uh, on your website it states that the Monarch operates with the belief that creativity drives communities and that you strive to provide the region with uniquely artful experiences through artist engagement, creative dining, and memorable events. Well, what exactly does this mean to you and the Monarch, especially in terms of your programming?
1: Well, I think one of the biggest impacts that uh, when you the, back to the first question and then how it bleeds into the second question is is that we actually restored a, a historical building and and my, my my creativity and attraction to creativity comes through the restoration of historical architecture so that's what we do is restore historical buildings uh, we've done about 12 of them and uh, in that process we restored a, a building called the old star noodle building which had a uh, very very photographed and memorable um, neon dragon on the side. It was done by Yesco back in the '40s, and they actually redid the sign for us back at, in 2000 and roughly 14. And it actually made the uh, uh, was recognized by the Utah Heritage uh, and won an award for that. So th- that impact on the community was was really kind of something that opened our eyes uh, when we had people come up and actually were you know so excited, crying. Hundreds of people come out for the, the relighting of that. And so that actually drove, uh, you know, when, when I say impact, that impact in our community was huge, enough to where I, I really said, you know, if we can do this and have this type of community impact and, and still, you know, make a modest living at it, uh, I'm all in. And really, so that's what that's what drove us to, to continue down that road at looking at historical buildings and renovating these historical buildings. Uh, we had the, the opportunity to work with Weber State And we were counting Ogden City on a collaborative project, which brought a world-class artist man by the name of Jane Kim to do our our Monarch mural, um, the Monarch and Moda. And uh, that was really, again, just so impactful our community. And and I can talk more about how that murals and art has impacted our new Nine Rails creative district. And so uh, I would say those are the examples that I would be more specific to use.
0: Fantastic. Thank you. Thank you so much. So, uh, specifically about the, the arts and humanities, can you tell our listeners a little bit about the Ogden Contemporary Arts and the Monarch and Moda Mural, and specifically this program's significance to the art community in northern Utah?
1: Well, Ogden City has really, uh, in the last 10 years, had an effort to really bring, you know, have a strong emphasis in the arts and, and creative uh, lifestyle. And so they have now. Uh, we, we now actually have an arts district called the Nine Rails Arts District, and so all of these have kind of been in conjunction with a vision of art in Ogden, and 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 really a place where you can create your life. So you know we really want to open that up to the, the you know the artists in the entire Wasatch, and that's been a strategy for for Ogden City. And so in reference to how the the Monarch. Mural came about was uh, there is a uh, program up at the Powder Mountain that had a, an artist in residency and Jane Kim was there in that program and it connected with Weber State University and, and come and given a talk to Weber State University and in that talk there were some people that heard that and they they basically said that would be great what if we had you do a large two story mural inside the Linguist College of Arts building here on campus which uh, the university was very excited about. But they also wanted to have something really more in the, the urban core of Ogden as well. I mean, we have Weber State that has faculty and students and, and alumni that go there, but sometimes not the entire city is there. So they really reached out to us and said, how can we, uh, you know, is there a way we can collaborate on this project? We were in the middle of developing the Monarch, uh, which is a creative space. And we said, yeah, what if we were to put this on the building? a big mural of the monarch uh, in Moda. Well, we, we we went down that conversation, and unfortunately, because of historical tax credits, we weren't allowed to put it on the building, but we ended up doing about a 300-foot mural uh, along the wall that encompasses our parking. And we did that in collaboration with Weaver State and the county, et cetera. And the impact on that has actually led to international Stories done on this uh, on this mural, and we've been recognized in the Wall Street Journal. We've been recognized with the New York Times, uh, and it's been an amazing community benefit. Again, getting behind the arts within our community.
0: Wonderful. Thank you very much for for delving a little bit more into what the Monarch is all about and Ogden Contemporary Arts. We really appreciate that.
1: And you know what, I don't know if I answered that question correctly. So when you, with, with, in reference to how Ogden Contemporary Arts is, has, that is a nonprofit that was started and it was really to, initially it was basically the vision was to take arts and renovate historical buildings and use arts and creativity to bring them back to life. And so that was the initial concept when it was started in 2012. Uh, it has, um, Blossomed into being something a little bit more where it's actually looking to have a contemporary art side to continue to, to revitalize not just older buildings but really the community as a whole and connecting it to uh, and to be recognized by the international community, almost to be a bridge from our local community to the international contemporary arts. And so they are now opening their, their, their actual gallery in November. Uh, in the monarch,
0: that's amazing uh, to to hear about the the blending of historical restoration. I think and and the arts as well. I think that that's those are two fields that I know myself personally don't necessarily think of going hand in hand or coming together. And so that's that's fascinating seeing the work that's being done there. Thank it, you.
1: It's been a really unusual. I mean, it really has impact, impacted how how we look at the arts and cultural uh, community. Um, in ogden we we were really nervous back in 2010 etc when we thought amazon was going to suck up all the retail into the internet and we were looking at how do we how do we reprogram our downtown urban core how do we keep it revitalized and we started doing some research and what we found is in the history of the united states we have not found a creative or arts district that's ever failed and it's just been amazing to see that they typically come into one of the the, the, the uh, maybe less desirable parts of a city and the revitalization that takes place once they're there is amazing. And I think the only failure you could, you could discuss was that they become so successful, the people that actually start them and help create them sometimes have to move out because they do become so successful. So we're hoping to use that as a, our rear view mirror and our guidance as we go forward uh, with what we feel is just an amazing opportunity. And so, uh, that's that's something that we kind of an aha moment
0: for, for us. That's fantastic to hear. So my next question is on your website, it states that the Monarch is an environment where artists, creative businesses and makers of all types can connect, inspire and create together. Would you be willing to uh, tell us a little bit maybe how the Monarch and Ogden Contemporary Arts um, strives to showcase diverse artists and voices, especially those of the BIPOC community?
1: So I think that's a great question. I can answer it from the Monarch side. We are actually, you know, we support uh, Ogden Contemporary Arts as its own nonprofit with its own vision and mission. That is, you know, they're they're housed at the Monarch, but they they are actually their own organization. Uh, The Monarch as a whole, uh, we are a creative space. Like you mentioned, we have 40 plus. Uh, art studios where people can come and create and, and make and uh, you, you know we do open studio nights and it's a fantastic place to be. You know we've we really reached out to our community. I don't I don't know how much you know about our um, demographics, of our community, but we have a, a very strong uh, and growing Hispanic population. And so we when 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 trying to build a Monarch, we we are in you know that is our community. We are in that uh, you know primarily primarily a Hispanic community. We you know the, the Monarch mural as a whole. Uh, actually has uh, a deep connection with the Hispanic community. So we tried to celebrate that. We will look for our cultural opportunities to celebrate that. You know, we're really young. We actually opened in November of 2019. We were excited and having a great opening and then COVID. Hit. So there's been a lot of opportunities that have had to be put on the back burner, so to speak, uh, because it just, you know, we literally had to close down for, uh, several months because of it. But uh as we go forward, we are looking forward to working with Ogden Contemporary Arts uh and our Hispanic community and, and really the Baita community uh to to, to celebrate the, the, the cultural differences within Ogden itself and the Wasatch. Well
0: that's great to hear, I think Hank. I just seeing the work that's already being done and and hearing what you have to say about it 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 really shows that there's a there's a bright future ahead for you, for you at the monarch and so I'm I'm really happy to hear that um so uh, the last question that I have is how exactly can our listeners get involved with uh, the monarch
1: well i think they you know like like you said you can go to the website you can read all about us uh, there's a lot of information there If you're actually an artist looking for uh, a creative space or to become a member of a creative space, you can fill out an application and it will obviously will contact you. Uh, The best way to interact with us is just jump on the train uh, or come on up to Ogden and uh, take a walkthrough. We are unique in one way. We are actually where creatives and artists work. Uh, We're not a retail facility, even though people can sell their art from their studios. You may come into our facility, and there might only be out of the forty ten people working that day. This is where they work. So it's kind of like when you go to a business office, you know it's it's not where people are hanging out and, and drinking coffee so they're they're actually working, and sometimes their doors will be closed. But every first Friday we do have an open studio night. And so the best way to interact with the monarch and its creative community is come up for a first Friday art school and it's from six to nine and literally. Uh, talk to the artists, meet the artists, see what type of, uh, creatives we have. It's, it's phenomenal. In reference to Ogden Contemporary Arts, uh, again, they're even more new than ourselves. Their, their grand opening is coming up here on November. I want to say sixth for the first Friday art school. Uh, again, you can go on the website. They've had uh, lots of amazing, um, virtual events, but they will actually have live events starting, uh, in November. And uh, they're opening their new gallery, and we're really excited about that. There was a, um, an amazing uh, grant that was given us by the, uh, the Dumkey Foundation. So um, we would love to have everybody come up and uh, get more involved with our creative district, uh, Ogden Contemporary Arts and the Monarch.
0: That's fantastic. Thank you. I, I'm really excited about those various opportunities to, to the local community. I think it's going to be great. Well, Thane, it has been absolutely wonderful to speak with you today and hearing a little bit more about how the Monarch serves its community and serves as the creative heart of the Nine Rails Creative District. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, I hope you have a magnificent rest of your day.
1: You have a great weekend as well. Thank you.
0: To our listeners, thank you for tuning into our podcast. As a reminder, our cultural sector community updates have returned and we are moving our weekly culture conversations to a bi-weekly format. Be sure to register for both by going to utahculturalalliance.org forward slash events. And as always, keep a lookout for the next episode of Culture Bites anywhere you get your podcasts, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Until next time, that's a wrap.